Nora Speaks is a weekly podcast that tugs at the soul and consciousness of the Black community. With show topics such as youth empowerment, education, women's impact, and civic engagement, Nora Speaks challenges the listener to not only join the movement, but be the movement. On the show, you'll learn from insightful guests who have demonstrated capacity in these fields and more, and I'm your host, Nora Muhammad. Welcome to the show. Welcome, welcome to another episode of the Nora Speaks podcast, and I am your host, Nora Muhammad, and I am very happy to be presenting episode 166 of the podcast to you, and I hope that you are a subscriber to the podcast. I hope that you are a return listener. If this is your first time listening to the Nora Speaks podcast, I would encourage you to subscribe Wherever you're listening to this, whether it's iHeart, Spotify, Apple, Stitcher, CastBox, TuneIn Radio. There's so many areas that or there's so many apps that we can use now to stream podcasts. Wherever you're listening to this, I'd encourage you to subscribe so that you can be notified when a new episode is published. And make sure you share this with your family and your friends. This podcast is to edify and improve the outcomes within the black community. And each episode, every single one is dedicated towards that purpose. And this one is no different. Let's talk about our use of social media. Let's talk about our activity on social media. Uh, I am in a Facebook group where I follow a page, I should say. I follow a Facebook page and in this, I don't want to um, identify the page that I follow, but it's a page that deals with home design and decor. And what I'm seeing more and more are people posting uh, things such as this. Show me y'all's bedroom. Show me your kitchen. Let me see your couch. And people in the comments are posting pictures of their bedrooms. They're posting pictures of their living rooms, of their kitchens, and other areas of their homes. And I just think that is not such a good idea to show people what you have in your home. You know, if it's a specific couch, then maybe show, take a picture of that piece of furniture. Um, But I really, and, and I know that people are looking to get ideas and there's a sense of community on social media, uh, uh, Facebook in particular, Instagram. You know, people develop these communities and they like to share um, images of their homes. However, I just uh, think that is not the wisest thing to do to post a picture of what the inside of your home looks like to a random stranger that's asking you. Certainly if your friend, your family member wants to, you know, know what your, your house, your furniture layout looks like, then that's something that you would take a picture of and text that person privately. But to post pictures of the interior of our homes and share that with 
strangers. It concerns me. And I think, man, if I had some nefarious intention and wanted to um, scope out people's homes for some ill intent that I had, all I have to do is go on social media and say, show me your bedroom, show me your kitchen, show me your living room. And I'm, you know, I, I think that we're making ourselves vulnerable in terms of our safety. Now, I'm sure that most people who are posting these just want design ideas, just want layout ideas, um, you know, color schematics and things like that. And it's probably mostly innocent, but we have to consider when it is not and that it may not always be innocent. And so this episode is really dedicated to us um, um, considering um, safe practices, best practices, when on social media. Um, I was uh, speaking with a law enforcement officer in my community uh, over the weekend, and I was talking about this. I said, boy, people are just, just post. I mean, all, all someone has to do is say, you know, show me your TV. Show me how you have your TV mounted. And people are just posting a picture and sending it to these strangers that they don't know. Um, and, you know, we were both, you know, agreed how unwise that was. And so in speaking with her, I thought, well, maybe I should share some of this uh, with the Neurospeaks audience. And, you know, maybe it can inform what we do, what you do on social media, uh, your children, you know, and you can, you know, share some of these ideas with your friends and your family members. So I'm going to share uh, 10 um, ideas regarding uh, our use of social media and uh, what we can do to protect ourselves and protect the people that we love. So one, um, the first thing, be wise when we're in groups, be wise when you're following pages of what you share, um, especially when people are asking to see the interior of our homes. Be very, very cautious about that. So that's number one. Number two, be conservative in what you post. We have to think that, man, once something is posted, it's always there. Regardless of if we press the delete button, if we decide that what we posted wasn't a good idea, I changed my mind. We have to consider that once we post something to social media, then it's, 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 out of our control what then happens to that so make sure that you're conservative in what you're posting Um, sometimes you've heard the saying less is more so think about what it is um, that you're going to post the intention of what you're posting and make sure that what we're posting aligns with what we want our you know our public images to be so Number two, be conservative in what you post. And remember, once it's out there, it's always out there. Number two, or excuse me, number three, I encourage you and you encourage your family and your friends to not post when intoxicated, whether that's intoxicated with substances, drugs, or alcohol, and do not post when you are intoxicated with intense emotions, whether that's anger, whether that's sadness, um, whether that's grief. I encourage you to refrain 
from posting because when we are intoxicated, whether with substances and under the influences of that or under the influence of intense emotion, um, we may post something in our haste to express, to vent, and it may not be the wisest uh, material that we share with social media, with the people that are following our page or the people that were friends. You know, we that that term on social media, friends, that's a somewhat of a deceptive term. You know, people say, oh, I have, you know, 2000 friends. Well, do you <laughs> or do you have 2000 people that uh, subscribe to your page or follow your page? Uh, use the word we use the word friends kind of loosely um, individually personally we probably don't have more than two or three really close friends some of us may have more um, but we certainly don't have 2,000 friends we may have 2,000 associates 2,000 people that have come across our, our page but you know to think that what we're posting is for our friends and then Remember, people share what they see on social media. I take screenshots all the time and send it to my friends. And we have conversations about something that's funny, something that we think may be offensive, um, something that we just think is interesting to talk about. Um, so just because you're posting something and you may have your setting to private, for example, it ne it's never private. Anything that we post on social media is really available for the world to see in one way or another. So if you're going to post something, um, be conservative and do not post when we're under the influence of emotions or substances. Uh, number four, security. This is my part one of security. There are these challenges on Facebook um, and you may have seen these games and they, and they say, you know, participate. And there'll be a, a series of questions that you answer. What was the color of, of your first car? Um, where did you, in, what city did you and your spouse meet? Uh, what year were you born? Uh, what was your kindergarten teacher's name? Uh, the first initial of your second child's uh, first name. I mean, they ask these very specific questions. And so people, you go down their pages and they just put a list and then they'll say, um, um, after you answer these questions, now share it on your page. So you have a chain or a thread, a series of people who are sharing information. Um, and when you really think about what you're posting, these are the same security questions that are used as verifiers when we're setting up accounts. Um, you know, you may have a, an account that you have a password for, but they may, there may be backup security questions. For example, if you, pa if you lost your password, if you forgot your password, then they'll say, well, what was the make of your first car? Or what was the model of your first car? Or uh, what street did you grow up on? There's specific questions. And when you think about these challenges of these games, they are the exact same questions. And as uh, we know, People are hacking and, 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 and uh, engaging in fraudulent activity and stealing identities. And here we are just giving people open access <laughs> to all of these very, very important details that nobody needs to know about us, um, especially 
the social media world and the world wide web. So be cautious and be security minded. You know, don't post your date of birth. Uh, don't post your children's full names, um, the school that your child goes to. Um, and, and think about, you know, think before you post, think about what you're posting and what that information could be used for. Uh, number five, and this is the security part two of this. When you are establishing passwords, use uh, passwords that are not easily guessed. Um, use passwords that include numbers and those special characters. Use a sentence, use a phrase. And I encourage you, if you don't have two-factor authentication, to use two-factor authentication. And it is uh, inconvenient, sure. You know, there are accounts that I use when I log on that I'm going to get a text message so that uh, the system verifies that I am, in fact, the user. So I encourage you to use two-factor authentication. And then whether um, we're talking about social media or even your own um, banking or, or credit accounts, set up notifications so that anytime your account is being accessed, that you know it. Your credit card is being used, that you get a text, that you get an email to verify um, that you know what's going on and you can get the, those notifications in real time. So um, going back over the first five, uh, refrain from posting pictures of the interior of your home. Um, again, if you want to post a color of paint that you use for a wall, okay, but do you have to send a picture or post a picture of your entire living room? No. If you want to post a picture of a piece of furniture, of a picture frame, of your fireplace, okay, but you don't have to post, and I don't have to post pictures of the entire rooms in our homes. So refrain from posting pictures of our homes. Be conservative when we post. Number three, don't post with when intoxicated with substance or emotions. Uh, number four, security part one, don't post uh, um, factors or details about you that can be used to um, steal your identity. Um, security part two, when you're using and establishing passwords, make them difficult for people to guess, right? Don't use your date of birth. I remember when I was young and starting out in the world, I would have my date of birth for <laughs> nearly every password. And I learned, you know, that would be my pin number, you know, but I've learned since then. Um, and so I encourage you to be more um, judicious and cautious in your uh, setting of your passwords. Number six, we have to protect our children. As I said earlier, people have very nefarious intents and, you know, you and I may not um, be able to conceive the kind of evil and ugliness that's in the world and, and, and the, the, the lows that people um, stoop to um, and the vile thoughts that some people have. That might not be something that's in the forefront of your mind or my mind. Uh, however, people are are ill people are sick and people uh can be very vile so reconsider posting pictures of your children in bathing suits um in 
bikinis in 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 their beds in their bedrooms refrain from posting pictures of our children where they're not fully dressed um you know sex trafficking is real kidnapping is real we see this you know child is just playing outside and next thing they're gone and or they're at their school and they're walking home from school and and they're gone and you know if we think about some of the information that we share we tell people with ill intent so much about ourselves so much about our children people can go on our social media pages and know what time our children go to school because we post um, what school we go to we post pictures outside of the school we post um, pictures of our children in their school uniforms and all someone has to do is just go to the school website to find out what time uh, school starts and what time school is dismissed so we have to protect our children by being very very conservative in 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 what we post about them and protect our children's privacy by not posting pictures of them uh without their clothes on you know grandma i see mothers grandmothers aunties um fathers i see people posting pictures of their daughters with so much of their body showing i've seen mothers post pictures of their daughters with their little girls sleep in the bed and in very um um (laughs) comfortable positions in the bed but not something that you should let a stranger or not a position that you should uh let a stranger see you know you and i would not let two thousand people uh parade through our homes we would not let a stranger walk into our child's bedroom and watch them while they're sleeping but we'd post a picture like that. Um, b- we have to be more thoughtful. And I know that we're posting celebrations, we're posting beach days, we're posting graduations and and proms and, you know, special moments in our lives. Uh, but we should be conservative in in what we're sharing about our children and be conservative in the pictures that we post um you know you may have a picture of your child in his or her bathing suit but the world doesn't need to see it let's be very very cautious Uh, number seven know the rules of your employer regarding social media use you know you can post what you think politically because you want to engage and engage with your followers your subscribers your quote Facebook friends however your employer may have uh, a policies regarding social media so know the rules of your employer regarding use of social media you don't want to jeopardize your livelihood like so many people do because they're saying uh, some things that they think uh, that may not be popular that may be offensive they're they're posting this and they're getting let go and terminated from their jobs because of something that they post on social media. It is just not worth it. So um, um, it's just not a good idea to do that. So so be considerate of what the policies and the procedures are for your employer. Number eight, you don't need to accept every friend request. I don't accept every friend request. I usually will accept um, every friend request from a woman 
Um, but I'll even go on that page just to try to verify that it is indeed a woman and it's a real woman. You know, people create uh, fake pages all the time on social media. They have their uh, incognito page. Um, sometimes people have pages and they don't have a picture of themselves as the profile picture. You and I don't have to accept every friend request. Um, I know I also try to go to someone's page and see if they have uh, Bitcoin in their about profile because I don't want to uh, accept a friend request and now I'm being solicited to engage in Bitcoin or any other kind of uh, online uh, uh, non-physical currency, digital currency. Um, I don't want to be pitched to and, and it's so annoying for me when I accept a friend request and as soon as I press confirm that person is in my inbox you know, or that person is asking me to follow their business page. Um, and, you know, I, I, I do have a, a Facebook page for the Nora Speaks podcast. However, I do not send out a request for someone to follow the page as soon as a, a, a friend uh, request is, confir- is confirmed. People, I don't personally don't like being inundated. So I don't want to inundate other people. Um, So you don't have to accept every friend request. And as a woman, you don't need to accept every request that comes from a man. And I personally, the the folks who I'm friends with on social media who are males are my family, you know, cousins and my brother or um, and a very, very select few business associates. However, I know the kind of um, nonsense that people get caught up in social media and my personal page is really to disseminate information. Um, it's not a page that I really, um, um, use for, I'll say personal reasons. I like to promote the work that's happening in my community and, and, and share information. Um, and I'm very conservative about, uh, folks, that I engage with on social media and how I engage on social media. You know, I have uh, male friends from high school who have sent me friend requests. Well, those requests are are just deleted or, or pending because, you know, that's just not something that um, I, I like. I don't think it's necessary for me to um, accept friend requests from men who are not my family, especially as a married woman. And because my page is a public page for, uh, uh, sharing information, then anyone can just follow me. We don't need to quote, have that, uh, connection, um, as it were. Uh, again, I'm just trying to be pretty conservative with engagements on social media. My social media uses typically, about sharing uh, information that I think is relevant for my community and, and highlighting some work or, or successes that happen um, from my engagement and activities in the community. Uh, so, you know, just in general, you, you don't have to accept every friend request. Be careful um, when you notice strange behavior, people in your inbox saying strange things. You know, sometimes you got to block someone. Well, you got to do that. Um, um, we shouldn't give just anyone access. Uh, people, 
as I said, are, are, are ill. People are having <laughs> challenges and you don't want to be an opportunity for somebody that has some of these challenges. Uh, number nine, number nine, we should refrain from posting and sharing our own fears and personal insecurities. Uh, social media, it's, they're not your therapist. They're not your bestie. They're not your spouse. They're not your minister. We don't need to tell social media every struggle that we have, every hardship that we've had, um, every, um, challenge, every hurt, every pain. And it amazes me how people post pretty personal information on their social media page and I think that social media all the different types of social media is helping us become disinhibited you know you you and I wouldn't be let's say in our college classroom and just tell the room yeah I was molested right or you wouldn't say um yeah you know I I'm having issues with my body image I mean it's not something that we would just say to random strangers but somehow we use social media and we share some of this and social media has kind of created some de- detachment, but that detachment, um, still doesn't, um, the, the detachment that social media has does not, uh, uh, eliminate that we're still telling strangers very, very personal things about ourselves. So I would encourage you to, um, you know, if there's something personal you want to share, you want to vent, then, you know, tell your friend, tell your spouse, uh, tell a trusted loved one, talk to your minister, you know, counselor, therapist, social media is just not the place to be opening ourselves up and sharing some of the most vulnerable aspects of our lives. So, um, you know, think about that. Think about how you may have hundreds of people or maybe thousands of people that follow your social media page. Would you stand in the middle of your town and just tell strangers as they walk by very personal things about yourself? I doubt that you would. So we shouldn't think of social media um, much differently. And again, I'll just say that detachment, how we can kind of post something and we're not physically interacting with somebody, it kind of creates that buffer. However, um, I would consider you to, to think of it or, or consider it in a personalized, interactive thing. If you wouldn't walk up to some stranger and say something personal, don't tell the strangers that are following your social media page because they're still strangers. There may be more distant strangers, but they're still strangers. And then number 10. Let's refrain from posting pictures of ourselves in our hospital beds, in our gowns, with an oxygen mask on, with a nasal cannula on, um, with a hospital uh, gown on. It's just, again, you wouldn't just open up your your, uh, um, uh, hospital room and just ask strangers to parade into your room, right? Heck, if I was in a hospital, there are some associates that I wouldn't want to come. I wouldn't want my coworkers. I wouldn't want my supervisor to come in to my hospital room. I wouldn't want colleagues to come in to my visit me in the hospital. 
it's a place where you know you're receiving care you've had some injury or some illness and and it's just not appropriate right the same thing goes when we post pictures in our bedrooms and our bathrooms you know there are areas that we just do not welcome a parade of strangers to come tramping through let's not think that social media is any different you know we don't let strangers in our bedrooms we don't let strangers visit us in our bathrooms when we're posting on social media we're making these areas now accessible and that is a uh, challenge for a lot of people because of that uh, detachment part of social media you know the world wide web has made um, connections easier has made the sharing of information much faster now that's a good thing however the downside of it is people sit behind their computer screens their uh, smartphones and they share things with someone that's quite a distance away and they're able to do it very quickly however we have went into sharing very personal spaces, um, some very personal pictures, and some very personal information about ourselves using social media. So I encourage you to be considerate about what you're posting on social media, the pictures, the um, information about your children, the information about your spouse, your own personal history. Be very, very conservative with your social media activity so that you can stay safe so that you don't make yourself your family and those that you love your property vulnerable to people who have uh, very evil intentions i want to thank you for listening to this episode of the nora speaks podcast it's always great to be with you i'm, I'm blessed to have this platform i'm very blessed to have you as part of my listening audience thank you so much until next time stay in peace Thank you for listening to another episode of the Norris Beast Podcast. Be on the lookout for a new episode coming at you fresh next week. And as always, if you want to learn more about me and the work that I do, visit my website, noramohammed.com. Or if you have a listener question, email me at info at You can also follow the Norris Speaks Podcast on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at Norris Speaks Podcast. I'll be sure to include links in the show notes. If this show has value to you, please subscribe, rate, and review, and share it with family and friends. And be sure to check out previous episodes. And remember, don't just join the movement, be the movement. Stay in peace.